Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode I am rambling about 2019. Now here's the interesting part, I am recording this episode on January 1st, 2019. That's right, I am coming to you from way in the past. You know how people leave items encapsulated for future generations to dig up or to find? Or when people send stuff to space for aliens or some, well, yeah, I guess some alien civilization to find and later discover and see what civilization was like. Well, I wonder what I would leave, actually. Maybe just like a framed photo of me wearing some horrid, ridiculous outfit. I don't want future generations to think I was a total crazy person. I mean, what difference would it make at that point? I'd be so far, you know, it, this would be so far into the future, like, you know, I'd probably leave a little recording of his podcast, and they'll wonder why people heard other people speak to help them get to bed. Or not. Maybe, listen, maybe this content will actually live on to future generations. Maybe my work will become as popular as a work of art by Picasso in, in the year 3000. Only time will tell. You know. I'll be considered like the, the Jackson Pollock of podcasting world. A guy that, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but, you know, plenty of people appreciate it. I, um, yeah, I recently came across Jackson Pollock. I find his story to be pretty interesting. It seems like Jackson Pollock is uh, an artist who was, yes, very uh, gifted, but maybe not as gifted as other artists. And he just kind of had a couple lucky breaks here and there that really um, skyrocketed his popularity and the value of his art. You know, because obviously eyes in the art of the beholder, but, you know, you look at a Pollock, it's like, it's it's quite literally just so messy. You know, obviously I'm not a, uh, you know, art aficionado or anything like that, but. Um, how did I get on about this? Um, well, whatever. Either way, I thought it would be very interesting to record an episode on January 1st, 2019. That's going to release quite literally at the end of the calendar year. Why is it interesting? You're probably wondering. I'm not sure. It's interesting to me. It's part of the beauty of individuals, right? Some of you listening to this will find us. Interesting that I recorded this so early in the calendar year, only to release it later. Others won't find it interesting at all. Probably already fell asleep with how boring I am being right now. Good night, and good luck. I don't believe much in people having actual luck. I've just always felt like there was something on the balance over time. For some instances, or some stretches of time, like, you'll be lucky... For a certain stretch and then you'll be unlucky for a certain stretch and it's just kind of a random thing and I still believe that to be true to some degree except with one person and it's my co-worker's grandmother and I'll explain I promise don't 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 get ahead so I'm at a work party not too long ago end of year type thing and we play games and we gamble a little bit it's you know just to help the office feel a little bit more tight-knit, um, like a family, right? 
and it's not like you're you're playing games and gambling for thousands of dollars. I mean, you're talking about five. You know, you you, you bet one or two or five bucks to win. You know, forty bucks, fifty bucks, whatever it may be. Um, family is allowed to come to these events, and again, this is to increase the feeling of family and and you know us really being a little community in the workplace, and it's always fun. A coworker of mine brought his grandmother to set party. For some, that may be odd. Why take grandma to the office party? Well, many people in the office are very fond of her because she makes desserts. And she gives them to him to later give them to us at the office. So, of course, we're, you know, all happy to finally meet her and all that. Now, Granny starts getting in on the games we start playing. Uh, Bingo, bocce ball, or whatever that game is. You know the one where you throw like little sandbags into the open holes on a wooden board? You know what I mean? They're like different color bags, and then you have... It's almost like bowling, but with throwing little sandbags. And you're not actually hitting any pins, you're just getting the the sandbag to go into different holes, and they give you different points. Nan over here wins every single game she plays in. And I'm not saying she won a few here and there. I'm saying she played five games... Three times or twice in bingo, three times bocce ball. She won every time she played. Every time. There were small cash prizes and gifts associated. She probably won 50 bucks on the night, 100 bucks. I left with nothing. And I consider myself a very lucky individual. No such luck on this night. Grandma had all of it. When consulting my coworker about this, he told me before the games that this was happening, that this was going to happen. He was very confident that Grandma was going to win uh, at least a couple games because she's always lucky. Um, That's what he told me, and I thought he was full of crap. And you know what? He may be full of crap. It may have just been luck was on her side that one night, but apparently she's just, you know, or maybe she's just a ringer. Like, she's just very skilled. She spends the whole day, you know, calculating ways to somehow win bingo, and and, uh, she practices her bocce ball skills. But, um, anyway, sweet lady, I was a little bit irked that she took all my money basically on the night, but, um, it's not really my money at that point, I guess, right? It's a pool of money that, you know, goes to the winner. She's made a bunch of desserts for the office and, uh, I'm fairly certain that this guy, he encourages his grandmother to do it. So then that way, you know, he is you know, a little bit more, uh, fond, like people like him more in the office place. And he is a very pleasant guy and he's good at what he does. So I'm not saying that he, you know, covers up his inadequate, um, skill set or, or work ethic by just having, you know, nanny, uh, or Nana cook or, or bake desserts for the office. But I think he does it because he, he's, he's, he understands, he understands the workplace game, right? Which is, you want to make yourself as likable and as, um, like, you want to make yourself non-perishable. You know, from the eyes of your employer, you want your supervisors and bosses, or boss, to view you and say, you know, when it comes to work, A+. plus. When it comes to cooperation as a team, A+. plus. And, you know, all of these intangibles, 
You know, he brings baked goods from Nana. He uh, stays late when asked. He, you know, helps others, you know. So I think he's a smart guy that, that again, knows how to play that game. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of the way it goes. It makes sense. You know, you, you want to be around the people you like. You know, you want to be, you know, the the um, the people in the office that are not just good at what they do, but also uh, go above and beyond for their coworkers to help their coworkers, and uh, really want to work as a team. Obviously, are the people that you know they're most popular and the people that you know. Um, there's another gentleman in the in the um, accounting department. You know, smart guy. You know, as far as I can tell, very good at his job. But he's just a little bit, like he's a little bit sneaky. You know, he's a little bit sneaky. And what I mean by that is, he kind of engages in gossip. He, um, I'm trying to think of a specific, specific example that I can say. I don't think any of my coworkers listen to this. Hopefully they don't. Okay, things like what? Things like this. So he, uh, again, he's an accountant by trade, and he is obviously the head of that department. He has one or two people that either work full-time for that department. Um, well, he. let me put it this way. He organizes with accounts, receivable, accounts payable, obviously. And, uh, you know, he does most of that work. But again, there are one or two other people in the office that assist him with these uh, things. And obviously he has to coordinate with the salespeople and he has to coordinate um, with with uh, procurement in order to, you know, again, have a very clean record of what's being purchased, what what are the expenses, what are what's coming in, so on and so forth, as, you know, every um, legitimate business needs to do. And, uh, there was a, at this time he was an intern or she was an intern, excuse me. At this time she was an intern. Uh, now she works full time for us and, uh, she's excellent. You know, that's why they, you know, you know, again, very, very pleasant, um, seems to be excellent at what she does. And again, is the kind of person that goes above and beyond to, to help out to, you know, they listen to, to, to sort of, uh, what needs to be done and, and, uh, she does it. But she had done something um, without his consent, and it was something very small, as far as I can tell. Um, I only heard this, well, because I was I was the one that was in close proximity to them, and then my supervisor felt that I should you know, get a full picture of the story. Uh, so this intern at the time does something. Um, I'm forgetting the exact detail. And apparently he wanted to be the one responsible for delivering that or for presenting that, or he wanted his name basically to be the one associated with it, either because it had to be his name because, you know, the intern was not authorized to do something related to accounting or, or he just wanted the glory. And that's the thing is, I think, I really think that he just wanted the glory behind putting his name behind a project. You know, I I think it was basically a project at aimed at trying to figure out how we could cut costs um, effectively without obviously laying off people and, and, you know, because that's always, 
the last option, right? Is you know you don't want to let go of people just to save costs. You know you want your great people to stay. You want to have enough people there to keep your operation um, working uh, efficiently and working, you know, to you know earn more and and, and all that. And so I think there was basically in the procurement process of, of sourcing a couple of materials here and there. I think she was responsible basically for finding new manufacturers or new vendors or structuring a more favorable deal for us when procuring uh, materials and products from this one vendor or two vendors in particular. And again, I think he wanted to be the one that presented that directly to the supervisors so that they could basically give him a pat on the back saying, wow, you are, you know, this was an excellent job. And again, she was the one that reported it to the supervisors. And I think it was just in a very informal setting. Um, again, I'm not sure if it was her or him, you know, I'm not sure if it was the intern or the, the, uh, the head of, um, of accounting that has sort of made this discovery. But again, he wanted to be the one that took, all the responsibility and the glory associated with it. And so he goes into um, the office. They share a space there. He closes the door, and then he assumes that there's no one um, around. You know, this was this was later. He assumed that there was no one around sort of listening, and I could hear him uh, pretty much berating her for having done that. And so I... I was the one that went over, I opened the door, I said, this is very inappropriate, you know, you can't be doing that. Furthermore, if you have an, if you have an issue with the intern, you need to do this in a, you know, respectable manner. You go to the supervisor, you explain what happened, why you're upset, and, and uh, you know, he was embarrassed by it. And again, he wasn't being, um, he wasn't cursing at her, he wasn't, but he, he was, he was just speaking to her in a very stern way, basically asserting his... Uh, authority over and I said again that's inappropriate I don't it doesn't matter what happened you know if you have an issue with someone do so in a in a you know there's a reason why you close the door and you're doing this at a time that you think no one is around and that's what I took offense to that's what uh, irked me is because whether it's a an intern or whether it's a um, someone's been there for 30 years I think it's it's uh, anything that you wouldn't be willing to do within reason during you know, granted, I, I understand he's not going to yell at her in front of the office. Um, but why not do that at noon, for example? You know, you close the door during work hours when everyone is there. What if no one else is there? That's the part that I, I really dislike. So again, he's kind of a sneaky guy. And overall, he's pleasant. And even I've spoken to this one co-worker since, and, and she really doesn't have any problem with him. She says, listen, like, I, I understand why he was annoyed at me and he wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't calling me names. He wasn't, he just wanted to let me know that he was upset by it. And I told her I was fine, but still inappropriate by him. And so that, that's kind of, kind of stuff that this guy does. And obviously this is a very roundabout way of going back to, you know, this guy's very good at what he does in accounting, but he just, he's not the most likable guy in the office. You know, no one should be let go because they're they're kind of unlikable from time to time. But, you know, that's just how office politics goes, right? You want to 
you know, you want to be not only great at what you do, but you also want to, um, you know, sort of mark the box, all these intangibles, the things that make you uh, really hard to get rid of. Okay, that was a long story. I made that story much longer than it probably needed to um, to go. Let's move along. Let's make this a true ramble and just move along. Like I didn't talk about anything the last 10 minutes. So I'm not doing this episode the day it's being recorded or a week or two in advance, like most episodes, like I said earlier. So I can't tell you what happened in the year of 2019 or what I accomplished. Um, here are, however, some goals, um, and they're going to be the same three or four goals that everyone talks about, I'm sure. These are my goals heading into here are the things that I should have accomplished by the time speaking to you. Drop a few pounds or a few kilos for my European listeners. Maybe lose a stone in weight. Um, I don't know how much a stone is, but I hear English men and women talk about weight as a stone sometimes. You know, um, I'll put the number at 30. I think this whole idea of a specific weight range is kind of silly. You know, I, um, you know, like the best weight that I ever was at, um, when I was, you know, at my fittest, it was still like 30 or 40 pounds heavier than someone else at a comparable weight. So I don't think it's, or a comparable height, you know, like him and I just had different, different shapes. Like, you know, he's naturally a very, very thin guy and I'm naturally, uh, you know, I'm wider. I naturally have, you know, I've told you in episodes past, I have, I've always had very large thighs, uh, very large seat. Um, you know, my shoulders are naturally just bigger. So by 2019, by the time you hear this, I should have dropped anyway, between 20 and 30 pounds. Secondly, continue working on this podcast. Keep it growing. Keep it interesting. I'm confident I will make this resolution a reality for 2019 as I still enjoy doing, um, the podcast, um, you know, basically the same as, as if it were day one. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, but certainly for this year, I'd like to introduce maybe some new series, maybe mix up things a little bit more and, uh, you know, gain more listeners, gain more, gain more people that really love listening to the podcast and continue doing all that. Third resolution, do more good, um, around me, be generous with time in particular. I think in an age of people demanding we be better, I see few people going out there and spending time and resources accordingly. I hope to have done this in 2019. Although I prefer not saying towards what specific causes because I tend to be a very private person. You know, I'm very private about it. No kidding, I had a major news outlet want to interview me in the beginning of 2018 and it was by luck don't get me wrong it wasn't because the show was that popular and it's not because you know i have a million downloads a month or anything it has nothing to do with that it was basically just dumb luck you know some reporter from a huge news outlet found my podcast or listened to my podcast every now and then and they want to interview me about asmr and, and sort of the trend of how it took over 2018 through 2019 and all that 2018 to 2019. And uh, anyway, I passed up on it because they were going to require that I give my name 
and uh, I just don't feel comfortable with that. For me, it has nothing to do with my identity. I believe the podcast should stand for itself, and I purposely remove myself from the podcast because I am not the podcast. It's something separate. I don't need to impose myself or, you know, I mean, I I have basically a lot of bits and skits because this is for entertainment purposes. This is not to vet to you and just have you sit there listening to me. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure there's a, there's definitely an alternate reality out there where I would have done that interview and it would have turned out well, it would have turned out bad. You know, there, I'm a believer that there are you know, basically infinite universes out there or alternate universes. Um, yeah, this ramble's kind of gone everywhere. Again, recording this January 1st, 2019, basically for release at the end of the year. Um, other resolutions, you know, I don't know. I should have accomplished, you know, do more at work, you know. Well, there's always more you can do. There's always more, you know, give 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 more to my friends and family, you know, people that have been with you for a while or forever, you know. Try to be more selfless and do the things they want to do for their betterment, for their, for their entertainment, in particular with, like, with older family members, you know, it's, it's easy to sort of, um, just want to do lunch once every now and then, but in reality, taking them to, you know, see a movie is maybe something they want to do. Maybe, you know, take them somewhere else. Anyway, huge ramble. Um, if you've been a listener for all of 2018 and all of 2019, then I sincerely appreciate that. If this is your first episode, well, welcome. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I think I'm going to call this Ramble Quits. I've kind of lost track of where I'm going with it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always email the show at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can check out our website, sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.